Amen. Can we give the Lord a hand clap of praise this morning? Amen. It is good to be in his house. I don't know about you, I have enjoyed our church retreat, especially the services. And as our bishop said, that, that first service, I'm here to tell you that it, it activated something in our individual lives and it activated something in this church. And I believe that it is for only the better to prosper us. Amen. And I'm looking forward to what God has in store for us. I really sense here this morning that God wants to change some things in our life. And there's people that have walked into these doors here this morning that desire and long and are desperate for a change. For God to alternate the situation. It may be a situational change, an emotional change, a mind change, dare I say an attitude change. Our God is good and pure and holy. And our God has the ability to take old things and move it away and make all things new. Can we lift our hands here this morning? And can we just begin to get our mind and our heart and all our substance on the God of the universe, the sovereign of the universe, the master of the universe? And can we right now, just begin to love him in this place. Can we begin to lift our voice all over this sanctuary and long for the presence of God? I want our prayers to drown out our mind. I want our prayers and our praise to drown out our attitude and our emotion and our thought. And I want God to begin to move and have the liberty to move in this place. I don't want me to be the one that stumbles the service. I want to be the one that invites his presence. God of Jacob, we thank you that you are the God of change, that you were the God of countless second chances. You are the God of hope. And Lord, we need you in this place this morning. God, on your sons and your daughters, move on your children. And God, let somebody begin to let go here in this place this morning. Lord, we are desperate for you. We are desperate for an experience. The devil is a liar and the father of all lies. God, we speak into this atmosphere, power, love, and a sound mind. God, begin to move on the youngest to the oldest here this morning. God, I believe that somebody is going to have a breakthrough in Jesus' name. Somebody begin to let go here this morning and watch the God of wonders work in this place. Jesus, move amongst us. God, visit us here, God, this morning.
you, God, that you never fail. Amen. Can we give the Lord a hand clap of praise this morning? I'm thankful for a God that I serve who can do all things exceedingly and abundantly above all we ask or think, except lie and except fail. Our God can do all things. And this morning, our God was there before your situation, and our God will outlast your situation. He has seen the outcome, and he's at the finish line of victory, a testimony, a memorial, if you would just but believe. God wants to do something here this morning, and I know that we may be tired from this week at the retreat, but we are here in the house of God, and our God is still on the throne. His power has not diminished. Uh, his capability is not depleted. Our God is all-powerful, indescribable, and God wants to do something in this house this morning. If we would just claim it but ye a little faith, just grab it and claim it right now in the name of Jesus. Uh, I sense that God wants to blow this service wide open. And I know that we are tired in our body. It says that the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. We have to put it in submission. And let us begin right now to begin to praise our God in this house. Uh, the devil is taking too much ground in our homes. Uh, the devil is taking too much ground in our families, in our marriages, in the relationship with our children. The devil is not going to take this service. Uh, the devil is not going to take this praise and worship. Uh, our God has dominion over the heavens and the earth. Uh, it is he the one that gives permission. Oh, somebody right now begin to praise him uh, in the victory. Somebody begin to praise him uh, in your testimony. Begin to praise him uh, in your memorial in the making. Uh, our God can do all things. Uh, somebody give our God a, a shout of praise in the house. Oh, come on, somebody begin to lift your voice in this place. Uh, somebody begin to rend your heart and not your garment. Uh, shout unto God uh, with a voice of triumph. Uh, some of you are waiting for the walls of Jericho to fall, and you've done your six days, uh, your six laps, uh, and you're at your final lap, uh, and God says just one more, one more lap and shout. Uh, somebody shout unto God. 
Oh, can we lift our hands all over this place? Minds are going, distractions are happening. Uh, close your eyes and lift your hands, uh, and somebody just focus. Uh, it says that we could go boldly before the throne of God. The veil was torn. Uh, somebody begin to lift your voice. Uh, somebody begin to pray to God. Uh, we are going to have a breakthrough here this morning, uh, and we claim victory. We are going to fight a good fight this morning. It says the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, uh, and the violent take it by force. Uh, for the weapons of my warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God, through the pulling down of strongholds. Uh, I am not a victim, uh, but we are victorious. Uh, somebody didn't have confidence uh, in who you are in God. It's one team, one fight. Uh, maybe we need to go pray for that brother. Maybe we need to go pray for that sister. Maybe we need to lift each other up. Unity, unity, unity. Oh, God, move into this place. Oh, God, I know that it's beginning. That's Sister Maria. That's it, Sister Maria. Oh, God, we've come expecting. We have an expectation. We're not moving until you change our name. We're not moving until you bless us, God.
Oh, can we just focus on the Lord right now? We thank you, God, for how you are moving in this sanctuary. God, we hear the sound of the abundance of rain. God, we've been in that desert place too long, and we are desperate, God, for a deluge of your spirit to fall as a living water. I'm thankful for you, God, that you are as close as the mention of your name. And God, that no matter what we are going through, whatever we are struggling through, God, we just have to call on that name that is above every other name. And in every word and in every deed we do in your name, God, we know that the demons tremble and believe and fear that name. Let somebody have confidence in that name here this morning. All over this house, can we just begin to call on the name of Jesus? Some of us, we are allowing circumstances to steal our joy. And we're allowing circumstances to steal our peace. And we are allowing circumstances to steal our confidence and our victory. Can we just begin to call on the name of Jesus right now? Come on, we are the people of the name. I believe that's our ethos, that we are the people of the name. We were born in that name. Somebody begin to call on the name of Jesus right now. Begin to lift up the name that is above every other name. Somebody begin to shout that name. Somebody begin right now to praise that name. I want some demons here tonight, or excuse me, this morning, to begin to fear the name being shouted in this atmosphere. Let the walls be saturated in the name. Let it be a praise. Somebody needs to praise him anyhow, despite what's going on in your life, what may have been said to you, no matter what may be done to you, no matter what the enemy has thrown at you, somebody begin to praise him this morning, right now, and watch a breakthrough. God, give strength to the one that's struggling. Give encouragement, give reassurance, Jesus. We're going to continue to sing unto the Lord. I believe that we are right on the cusp of something, Pastor Rayner. If they would just let go, if you would just let go, watch your God work. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This is what you've been waiting for. This is what God has prepared for you. This is what God has orchestrated for you. This is what God has formed for you. This is what God has shaped for you. This is what's to come. Do we believe that this morning? He has made this service for a healing and a breakthrough and a blessing for him to minister to you. Can somebody claim it here? Jesus, keep our minds on the Lord. Keep our minds on the Lord. Jesus, move. Thank you, Jesus. Holy 
That's it. Just begin to let it go. You're enough. Take me back to where we start. I open up my heart to you. In your Can we just begin to thank our God all over this sanctuary? Can we just begin to thank him for the lives that he touched this morning in the encounter that we had with him? Amen. For those that are praying, please continue to pray. Amen. You may return to your seats this morning. Amen. Keep praying. No matter what transitional period in the service, continue to pray. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. We're going to make a few quick announcements, and then we're going to take our offering and get Pastor Rainer up here as soon as possible. Amen. Happy brother, happy birthday, Brother Delion, 50 years old. Amen. Thank you for paving the way. We celebrate 50 years of life. Amen. Thank you for uh, being the advance party because I turned 40 this year. So you get to tell me how it goes. Amen. We celebrate Kylia's birthday. Happy birthday, Kylia. 
Amen. Amen. We've had a wonderful new life retreat. Amen. The lives that were touched and the unity that was birthed from that retreat. And looking forward to it next year. Amen. It's good to have Pastor Rainer, Sister Rainer, our dear friends. And man, what services transpired at the retreat. Amen. We appreciate his and her sensitivity to the Lord and the ability to minister to us. And I'm looking forward to this morning and this evening. Amen. Don't forget, we have our Subsplash app for you to download at the Apple App Store, the Google Play Store. And then tomorrow is Independence Day. We are going to be having a 4th of July Independence Day celebration slash fellowship tomorrow from 8 to 10 here at the church. Amen. So just another opportunity of fellowship, another opportunity of unity and coming together as a church. Amen. We need to continue to pray for Ezekiel, Brother Charles, Sister Kylie's son. We're believing in a complete healing in the name of Jesus. Amen. We need to continue to pray for Brother Pardo and the loss of his nephew, that God will give comfort. And then Sister Crystal and Brother Matt for the loss of little Matt. We know a God that is a comforter and truly the Prince of Peace. Amen. Is there any other announcements I may have missed this morning? I just wanted to be sure people Bishop. knew that was 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Tomorrow we're having hot dogs, and so come if you're able to, and let's have a good time of fellowship. Amen. We're still going to be working on Vacation Bible School. It may even go into September, depending on how we can get it together. We plan on doing it during the service times like we did the last couple of years. It's been very successful. We have more folks here and more folks to help that are here. Once again, it's so good to have our visitors here. We hope that you are experiencing the love of God. Amen. It truly is a blessing to have you as our visitors this morning. And as our bishop, senior pastor, was saying, I pray that the Lord is moving on your heart. And I'm excited to see what's going to transpire the remainder of this service. Amen. You are most welcome here. We're going to receive our Sunday morning tithe and half shekel offering. Amen. Our ensemble may be seated. Thank you so much, Brother DeLeon. Happy birthday. Amen. Man, what a, what a service we've had thus far this morning. Amen. It truly blesses my heart to see how God is moving on his people. Amen. I really appreciate those times where if we are struggling, God gives us reassurance. That God gives us those little reminders that he's there. Amen. Thank you so much, Ensemble. So good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Man, God has really blessed us this week. It's so good to have Pastor Rainer here, Sister Rainer, our dear friends, coming all the way from the volunteer state. Thank you for volunteering to come. Amen. And now, as was stated at the retreat, but I have to reemphasize again. Yes, Davy Crockett was from Tennessee, but he came to Texas as soon as he could. Amen. It's so good to have our dear friends here, and man, God really moved at our retreat. And I know that God has something special in store 
for us here at New Life Apostolic Church this morning. Can we stand to our feet to honor the office Pastor Rayner holds? Amen. We're going to ask him to come to this platform and just to share whatever God laid on his heart, because I know he will convey God's intentions. may be seated for a moment. I want to give honor to Bishop White and Sister White and uh, Pastor Brown, Sister Christina and their family. Amen. Thankful for the work that they are doing here in Killeen. And uh, although we are away from home, it feels like home. And this is my church. Man, because I'm part of the body of Christ. And uh, thankful for the opportunity. I do count it an honor and a privilege to be here. Anytime I get to come to Texas. And um, so, if it were not for a Tennessean, there possibly wouldn't be a Texas. So just throw that out there. Amen. So, I won't be long this morning, this afternoon, whatever it is, my, my times are all mixed up. We have service in the middle of the afternoon, and uh, so it it's a little uh, different for us this morning. I'm always an early morning person, but kind of got my bearings thrown off a little bit, but I'm thankful to feel and to know that God is in the house. Amen. I'm thankful that I know that if I have a need, I can bring it to Him. Amen. And I can get resolution today. It doesn't have to wait till next week. It doesn't have to wait till tonight. Amen. But when I walk into his presence and I begin to lift my voice and I begin to lift my hands and I begin to submit my heart, there's something that begins to take place in the atmosphere. He is drawn to my needs. Amen. He is drawn to my circumstances and I'm so thankful. Exodus 33 verse 12 beginning. Moses said unto the Lord, See that thou sayest unto me, Bring up this people, and thou hast not let me know whom thou wilt send with me. Yet thou hast said, I know thee by name, and thou hast also found grace in my sight. Now therefore I pray thee, if I have found grace in thy sight, show me now thy way, that I may know thee, that I may find grace in thy sight. And consider that this nation is thy people. And he said, my presence shall go with thee. And I will give thee rest. And he said unto him, if thy presence go not with me, carry us not up hence. For wherein shall it be known here that I and thy people have found grace in thy sight? It is not that thou goest with us. So shall we be separated. I and thy people, from all the people that are upon the face of the earth. And the Lord said unto Moses, I will do this thing also that thou hast spoken, for thou hast found grace in my sight, and I know thee by name. And he said, I beseech thee, show me thy glory. Show me thy glory. Each 
state has its motto, Texas is the Lone Star State, Tennessee is the Volunteer State, and Florida, my birth state, is the Sunshine State. So with that in mind, I'd like to leave with you my thought today. Moses must have been from Missouri. If I had a subtitle, it would simply be, show me your glory. Amen. That's my heart today. I want God's presence. Amen. I'm thankful for those that have had their needs met already in this house, but there are others that God wants to finish a work before we leave this house. Amen. God wants to move on your behalf. He wants to answer some needs. Amen. I'm going to let you be seated. We're thankful to be in the house of the Lord. Thank you for standing for the reading of the word of God. To paraphrase, I believe when you said you would provide, this is what Moses was telling God. You said that you know my name and that I have found grace. However, Lord, show me where you want me to go. Show me what you want me to do. Can I be just transparent with you today and tell you the only reason that I stand before you in the place that I am is because my prayer my entire life living for God is simply let me be a vessel for your use. Here are my hands, here are my feet. Here's my voice. God, I'll go where you send me. I'll say what you want me to say. I'll do what you want me to do. There's no place on this earth that I won't go. There's nothing that I won't say because I know where you brought me from. I know what my life was like before I found your spirit. I know what I came from. I know the brokenness that was in my life. I remember the pain and the hurt that just bombarded my mind and my spirit and I couldn't get relief from it. But when I walked into the house of God and I heard the preached word of God and I felt the power of the Holy Ghost and I was baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of my sins and I received the baptism of the Holy Ghost and I spoke in tongues as the Spirit gave utterance. I don't want to ever go back to that life of sin. I don't want to ever go back to that brokenness in the world that he brought me out of. That's why I can relate with Moses. I don't want to go without you. Conservatively, Moses had over a million complaining people he was responsible for. Moses knew what God could do, and the entire ancient East knew as well. The children of Israel were still talking about Aaron's staff becoming a snake and the Nile becoming blood. And air was so thick with gnats that you breathed them in when you took a breath. Ground littered with locusts, and you crunched them every step that you took. Noonday blackness. Pounded to the ground crops, flesh with boils, funerals for firstborns. God turned the Red Sea into a red carpet. Manna fell and quail ran. Water bubbled from the rock and God moved mountains. Amen. In fact, the mountain that Moses stood on when he received the law, it literally shook and trembled. 
Moses returned and he saw the children of Israel dancing around a golden calf and their memories of the God of Israel were as stale as yesterday's manna. So he ground up that golden calf and poured it in the water and made them drink it. It was more than Moses could take. More and more issues with Israel, but yet Moses stood in the gap and he pleads mercy. Twice and twice mercy was extended. And now he stands in a conversation with God. He had God's attention. We have God's attention in this house today. Think about this, not since the Garden of Eden had God communicated with man in such an intimate way. A conversation between the creation and the creator, undivided attention. Moses could have said anything that he wanted to. He could have aired his grievances. God, could you provide something else besides manna and quail? But instead, show me your glory. What a powerful example for us today. With all of life's blessings and pleasures and things that we could have come our way, we pause for a moment on a Sunday morning to come into the house of God. And our prayer needs to be, God, show us your glory. Baptize us again. Stir our hearts once again. God, I'm not here to just go through the motions. God, I'm not here to just go through tradition. God, I'm not here just to sing a song and take an offering and hear a preached message and something that sounds good. But God, I've come to encounter your presence. I've come to experience your glory. God, I need a touch in my life. I need your spirit to cover me and overshadow me once again. God, I need the outpouring of your spirit. I need my life refreshed in your spirit. I need my mind refreshed in your spirit. I need you to come down and to manifest in my midst. Show me your glory. We know the scripture well documents the the power and glory of God. It's brilliance in Revelation 21 and 23. And the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon to shine in it. For the glory of God did lighten it, and the Lamb is the light thereof. Another place in the Old Testament, 1 Kings 8 and 10 says, And it came to pass when the priests were come out of the holy place that the cloud filled the house so that the priests could not stand to minister because of the cloud. For the glory had filled, of the Lord had filled the house of the Lord. Amen. There's another place in uh, 2 Corinthians 3 says, But even unto this day when Moses is read, talking about the law, the veil is upon their hearts. Nevertheless, when it shall turn to the Lord, the veil shall be taken away. Now the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all with open face beholding as in a glass the 
the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. Amen. Even today, our religious world has a veil over their eyes because they have not had the revelation of truth and the revelation of one God revealed to them. Oh, but you and I that sit here this morning, you and I that have marched our way to an altar and repented of our sins, amen, and got into this baptistry and were buried in the name of Jesus Christ and were born again by the Spirit of God and spoke in tongues as the Spirit gave utterance. That veil has been lifted from our eyes. We can see the glory of God. We can experience the power of His presence unlike anyone else. I was talking with Brother Scotty the other night at retreat and he was telling me the story of how he came to church and how that he'd come and, and got baptized and spent several years away and and then the next trip or two that how Bishop White got with him and told Pastor Brown to teach him a Bible study and I believe his exact words was it made all the difference amen I'm so glad today I'm so thankful amen I wasn't born in this I didn't come into this I'm first generation apostolic but I'm glad that the veil has come off my eyes amen I'm glad I can recognize the glory of the Lord I'm glad I can recognize when he begins to move and his spirit begins to work and his spirit begins to stir and there's a radiance in the house amen there's a glory that fills the house amen but we see the glory of God the word glory in the Old Testament has several meanings and I want to make sure that we can apply the correct context but the word is kavod I may not be pronouncing that correctly close enough. But it means honor, divine presence, weight or weightiness, tangible and majesty. I believe that's how that we can say even this morning that the glory of God is in the house. There's almost a tangible presence. There's a heaviness, a solemnness soberness why because God's spirit is searching our hearts he's searching the sanctuary he's looking for that opportunity to minister to our needs looking for that opportunity to step into our life maybe where there's been a disconnect maybe where there's been a dry and dusty place the spirit of God the glory the weight of his glory amen has settled in this place and is looking to do a work amen i know that sometimes as a pastor it's frustrating and, and it, it, is, it is deflating, Bishop, but uh, we have services that sometimes they fall flat and we miss the mark of where the power of God wants to take us. And, 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 and I want to just echo the words of Moses that, amen, I, I don't care where we are or what we're going through or where life may find us. Some way, somehow, it's got to be our prayer. It's got to be our mindset. It's got to be our spirit. Spirit, when we say, God, show me your glory.
story. I don't care what I've gone through. I don't care what I'm going through. All I know is I need an encounter. All I know is I need a refreshing. All I know is I need a word. All I know is I need ministering to. My heart is heavy. Oh God, we've got to have a visitation. We've got to pay the price to push through every obstacle that we face to step in where the glory of God is manifest in our midst. It can't be just a knowledge that God is there. It can't be an academic experience that we understand that something is different and going on. It can't be our intellect, but it's got to be our heart. It's got to be our heart. We can't worship Him at a distance. It's not enough to just follow Him the cloud by day and fire by night, but we have got to learn to draw Him into our presence. We've got to learn to that intimacy, that that closeness that He desires. Amen. I want to be in the glory of God. I'm thankful to be in the house today with people that are hungry. I'm thankful today to be in the place where God's presence is manifest and His glory is so real. After Moses, in Exodus 24, he saw the hinder the hinder parts of God he received the commandments verse 29 and it came to pass when Moses came down from Mount Sinai with two tables of testimony in Moses' hand when he came down from the mount that Moses wist not that his skin of his face shone while he talked with them and when Aaron and all the children of Israel saw Moses behold the skin of his face shone And they were afraid to come nigh to him. Brothers and sisters, may I tell you this morning that if there's not a change taking place in our life when we're in the presence of God, we are doing it wrong. If there's not a countenance change, if there's not a heart change, if there's not an attitude change, if there's not a spirit change, brothers and sisters, oh, we are doing it wrong. Amen. Does, do people see Jesus in us? Is there a unity between us and our brother? Is there a love between us and our brother? Is there something that God can say, hey, I'm proud of what's there. I'm proud of what I've done in their life because they've been in the glory. Is there a change in our life have we been touched by his glory Sister Rainer would you come how long has it been not only that we've been in the presence of God but that we've told the Lord Show me your glory. Listen, that before I ever received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, I went to a conference. If I were to call the preacher's name, every, probably most of you would recognize it. And the power of God fell. I didn't realize what was going on in my life at that time. I was about middle way on the, the probably the second row in the back of the larger church. And I knew something was taking place. I didn't receive the Holy Ghost that night. 
but it wasn't up until I received the Holy Ghost that I realized how close I was that night to receiving the power of the Holy Ghost in my life. And I said that to say because the, the, the preacher, the man of God, he told everybody, whatever you need from God, that's what you need to tell him that you need. You have to verbalize what you need from God. And I want to do that today. I wonder if we could stand. We're we're going to pray in just a second. But the part that I like about Moses, he told the Lord, if thy presence go not with me, carry us not up. Lord, if you don't go with us, I'm going to stay right here. You've told us there's milk and honey in the promised land. you told us that we're going to live in houses that we did not build. But Lord, I would rather stay here in this dry and dusty place than I had go into the promised land and you not be there. I would rather live right where you are. I would rather be content with you working in my life and your fellowship and your presence and your glory than I would rather have anything else in this life. That's the caveat that we're going to add to our prayer today. Amen. I don't know how many you have needs in your life. We're human. We probably all have some type of need. But if you're standing at a crossroad, if you're needing an answer from God, I want you to make your way up across this altar place. I want you to begin to Tell the Lord, Lord, show me your glory. God, show me what you want me to see. But while you do that, I want you to open your heart. And I want you to make a commitment to God. God, if you don't tell me to go, I'm not going to go. God, if you don't move that mountain, I'm going to be satisfied where I am. I'm going to be content right where I am. Because ultimately, I've got to be in your glory. Ultimately, I've got to have that fellowship with you. Ultimately, I've got to have that relationship relationship with you and if you don't go I'm not going to mess it up by going and getting in front of your will but God I want to be content right where you are I'm going to ask that you show me your glory so today as we begin to pray God reach down I want you to open your mouth I want you to tell the Lord show me your glory show me your glory (laughs) come on anybody need the Holy Ghost today Anybody want to experience the Holy Ghost today? Oh, God. Need that answer today. I need that word today. Come on, God is not slack concerning His promises. He hasn't forgotten you. He hasn't forsaken you. He hasn't abandoned you. Amen. Open your mouth. God, show me your glory. Do it the same way Moses did with a heart that's committed to him. With a mind and a spirit that says, I'm going to go where you go.
Amen. What a beautiful service this morning. What a timely and encouraging and strengthening message this morning. It should be the prayer and desire for all of us to seek his glory. Amen. I don't know about you. I want his glory and I want to be placed in the cleft of the rock. As God in all his omnipotence placed Moses in the cleft of the rock to keep him safe and to protect him. And it was just Moses and God. Some of us need to trust God in the cleft of the rock that he may have placed you. Show us your glory, God. Amen. We're not going to formally dismiss. If you're praying, please continue to pray. No matter what state of the service it is, you continue to pray. God moves not on schedule, but his time. Amen. And looking forward to this evening and what God is going to do. May the Lord bless you and keep you. And you have a wonderful afternoon. And we'll see you here tonight at 7.30.